Raider Nation, what is good? We're bringing you an emergency episode. Coach is working, not available to come and talk to us right now. Um, so, so we do miss him, but he is also our Chiefs representative. Obviously, I'm here in the flesh bringing you all the Raiders content. Antonio Pierce, our head coach. Um, we've not been a patient group. We've not been, uh, you know, uh, waiting gracefully, I'll say, for this announcement. Uh, I myself might have posted a what is it, a, a video of the lady from Titanic saying it's been 84 years because we knew Antonio Pierce is the guy, at least we think so. Uh, we know the team wants him. Max Crosby basically threatened to leave if he wasn't hired. And um, collectively, he won the locker room and he won the fans. You know, obviously there were a lot of options out there. This appeared to be an easy decision for Mark Davis because he only interviewed Leslie Frazier and Chris Richard, both who aren't super active coaches, haven't really made a splash out there. All the big names available in free agency did not get an interview. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan was the the big name that everyone was speculating on, and he didn't even get an interview. I know he's bouncing around. He just interviewed with the Chargers, of course, AFC West, so we may have to deal with him in the future. But um, uh, Mike Rabel also did not get any kind of uh, love from the Raiders, despite this connection with Tom Brady, alleged connection uh, with his, um, you know, partial ownership. But um, Antonio Pierce may not have the star studded resume. He is a Super Bowl champion. He is a former player. I know the whole linebackers coach thing uh, doesn't really instill a ton of confidence in everybody. Um, it's enough for most of us, to be honest. That's kind of where we're at. Uh, Mike Vrabel himself was a linebackers coach uh, with the Texans, you know, back in the day developing Jadavian Clowney and J.J. Watt. He was there for all that time. Um, so Antonio Pierce really righted the ship. He's got the culture back. We, I won't say I'm agreeing with the run it back comments. And I know that some of you have had your own um, comments about, about that statement. Um, there's not really anything to run it back. We're not the Buccaneers. This isn't like we just won the Super Bowl and now we got the gang back together. Um, but he did bring some splash moments last season. I'm rocking the Sin City Slaughter shirt where he decimated the Raider, the Chargers. It was amazing. Uh, the shirt is from DC4L Custom Tees, if you want to get your hands on it. Um, pretty dope shirt. Um, but yeah, so the announcement finally came out today. Josina Anderson kind of leaked that his agent was in the building, uh, who I believe the agent has some ties, some other players on the team too. So there was speculation about that. But regardless... I posted right before that Josina is usually never really off if she's going to put something on on paper, so to speak. And she was not wrong. And within the hour, we had the announcement that he is the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't see contract details yet. I don't see monetary amount. Mark Davis shouldn't have to pay through the roof because um, Antonio Pierce's professional resume as a coach isn't um, isn't we'll say glamorous. It's not one of the top ones. You know, he's not. Um, ben Johnson, who's the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, who everyone is chasing after right now for a head coaching uh, interview, which 
he also was not interviewed by the Raiders. So our biggest issue last or this, you know, this last season seemed to be the offense. So Bo Hardigree, our offensive coordinator, is gone. Um, whether Aiden O'Connell is the guy, that's something that we're going to have to talk about later down the line. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So Antonio Pierce is announced. He's in. What's one of the biggest efficiencies we think he has? Um, he doesn't have the star-studded head coach, um, you know, resume. He hasn't done this before. This was his first, uh, you know, his first go around. So he's got Tom Coughlin. Obviously, his history with the Giants, stuff down in Jacksonville. He has been around the block. Um, that's going to be a great advisor for him. And then he's also got Marvin Lewis from the Bengals, another longtime head coach, to back him up and, uh, you know, kind of help help guide the way. And what's one of our biggest um, complaints about Antonio Pierce, maybe? And there aren't many complaints, but uh, one of them is his, you know, um, substitutions, clock management. The penalties have definitely turned around. The, the Raiders had 31 penalties on the season, which was the fewest um, in the entire league. Um, so having those two to kind of back him up and and guide him through the process is definitely going to be a uh, a big help. I mean, if anyone else has it, that's listening has any concerns that you think I'm not touching on, feel free and I'll read them off and, and we'll go through it. Um, but I don't really have any big uh, big time concerns besides the lack of experience, so to say. But I think that this one is crucial because we really have been misusing some of the stars on the team. Um, I don't know about Josh Jacobs. He's a, he's a whole nother entity, but Devonte Adams, you know, he came here to play with Derek Carr to win a championship, whether or not that's uh, going to happen. Um, those are still things that he wanted to do. Obviously Derek Carr is gone. We want to keep Devonte Adams happy. We want to keep him in Las Vegas. He has advocated that he, he is a big fan of Antonio Pierce. Now we are going to have to address the quarterback question. That's another thing we're going to get into later on. But Max Crosby also alluded to that anything's on the table if Antonio Pierce is not retained. We know they weren't happy when Rich Basaccia uh, was exiled and not given a chance to be the full-time head coach. You know, um, would that end up leading to the Josh McDaniels hire. So not great, um, but this is still something that um, I think everything had to happen as it did. So maybe Rich Basaccia wasn't the answer. We know Josh McDaniels was not. Antonio Pierce is the literal opposite of JMD, as people like to call him. Um, I would have been actually okay with Mike Vrabel. That's just my personal opinion. Um, over uh, Jim Harbaugh, I don't think he would have been a locker room fit. The cigars, the atmosphere, the um, we'll say the just the the team chemistry that had been built by Antonio Pierce uh, that would have been destroyed if if Jim Harbaugh came in. He has his own way of doing things. Um, I'm not going to get into the political side of things, religious beliefs, whatnot. And I, I don't know what uh, Antonio Pierce's stand is on all those kind of things. But I just think Jim Harbaugh was not going to be the best fit in Las Vegas right now. Winning trumps all. Um, so that's something that is going gonna, is gonna to have to be put on the table next season. That's the caveat here. So Antonio Pierce has been given the keys. He's got two former head coaches to back him up. He's got Tom Coughlin. He's got Marvin Lewis. Bo Hardigree, the interim offensive coordinator will say because Mick Lombardi was fired along with Josh McDaniels, which was the right move. Um, now it's up to Antonio Pierce to surround himself with some offensive talent that could make up for whatever deficiencies he might have as a defensive head coach. And we're going to have to see if that pick is correct. And then the biggest part of this whole piece is the quarterback situation. So Aiden O'Connell, um, obviously still on the roster, 
Jimmy Garoppolo still in the roster. We haven't hit free agency yet. We haven't really hit the offseason. Personally, and a lot of this is my personal opinion, you guys have the ability to type in and say, Brendan, you're an idiot, or uh, I don't agree, or I think Aiden O'Connell's the man, or I want to draft up for Caleb Williams. Antonio Pierce has ties to Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner. He was in the locker room for the final uh, win over, over the Broncos. These kind of things should be noticed um, and should be should be uh, documented. That's Those ties are something that could help us. Obviously, what really depends on who the GM is, whether it's going to be Jim Kelly, whether it's going to be Ed Dodds, I'm fine with either of them. Ed Dodds was a big part of the Anthony Richardson move uh, in Indianapolis. So obviously, he didn't play even, even close to a full season because he was injured. But I think those of us that watched any bit of Anthony Richardson saw that he's a very explosive dual threat quarterback. I think the Raiders need to finally have someone like that. Uh, we haven't had a mobile dual threat quarterback in the last 15 years. Um, Terrell Pryor, maybe but that was that's over 15 at this point. Um, Jimmy G is definitely not the guy. Personally, I don't believe that Aiden O'Connell is either. So we're going to have to get Antonio Pierce a chance to be competitive. But I think part of that is going to be um, uh, what do we got? We got a comment right here. Let's see. Uh, look, AOC is a backup. Even we got Daniels. I want a veteran side. Um, I'm good with that. You know, uh, I don't think the Aiden O'Connell. That's from Eric Bell. I don't think the Aiden O'Connell is necessarily um, going to be the guy to mentor any kind of a rookie. So Eric, that that's a solid point right there. I'm just not sure. Um, keeping Jimmy G on that contract in order to mentor someone is not ideal. He seems to have the right attitude. He was happy with the team winning. He was quoted saying that, like, even though it was a weird season for me, I just want the team to win. So he was happy they went out on a winning note. And even though he wasn't playing against that, the Chiefs on Christmas Day, it was still a big win. He seemed happy with it. Um, so, no, I, I agree with you. I think we need some kind of a veteran, uh, you know, not a high price tag one like Kirk Cousins. But if we get Jane Daniels, maybe get some kind of a, a veteran backup um, that could kind of help smooth things out, like Terod Taylor. If we could fish him out of New York and he was comfortable being that that uh, that teacher, you know, he he did that with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, even though things went screwy there, it still ended up, uh, you know, not, you know, it, it, I guess for Baker, it worked out in the long run. He was playing in the playoffs. So, Eric, a, a good comment there. Um, we did. You know, um, we are we are going to have to address the quarterback position. I think, though, the expectation is so high that they are going to want to see. Playoffs. So we missed it. I wouldn't really say by a hair. If we won against the Colts, we still would have been alive. And then obviously we beat the Broncos. So I mean, it was closer. Uh, we definitely weren't like you know automatically ruled out from basically the beginning of the season, like uh, like the Cardinals or the you know the Panthers were. But if Antonio Pierce falls on his face and the Raiders don't make the playoffs, it's going to be talked about. I think a lot of the people that support him right now are going to come out and say. We told you so. He didn't have the experience, blah, 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 blah. No, right now, uh, my phone is blown up. Our mentions on Twitter and Facebook are all blowing up right now. And um, everyone is really excited about this. I'm not seeing too many naysayers. I do see some people say they aren't happy about the process. They think that Mark Davis kind of just fulfilled the Rooney rule. I talked about this on the last podcast. Fulfilled the Rooney rule, interviewed um, Leslie Frazier and um, Chris Richard just to kind of fill that requirement and then gave gave the keys to Antonio Pierce. I'm not upset about the outcome. I understand now some people could say, well, he never even gave Jim Harbaugh a chance. He never gave Mike Rabel or Ben Johnson a chance because he never had them in the building. 
it is what it is. Um, that that's just the nature of the beast. Mark Davis is rolling with his players. Um, I don't, I didn't see a resounding uh, amount of support. I would say it was like a 60, 40 split, maybe in favor of, or 50, 50 in favor of Josh McDaniels. Personally, I'm from new England. I didn't want anything to do with the, uh, the Patriot way. They claimed that winning was going to come to Las Vegas. It did not end up being that way. It was a disaster. The locker room was affected. They didn't look like they were having fun. You know, already rumors that Devontae wanted out. A, a lot of the guys still back Josh McDaniels, but in the end, it was a losing experiment. I don't know if Mike Vrabel would have necessarily been another cog in the Patriot way uh, locomotive there. I, I would have been okay with him. He is a player's coach, kind of like Antonio Pierce. So I've seen the, the, the different categories. There's your X's and O's coach. There's your rah-rah coach. People are kind of placing Antonio Pierce in one category or the other, that category being the rah-rah coach. Um, you know, he he made a, a good statement himself. He said, I didn't get to where I am right now not knowing the game of football. Um, you know, like we said, the guy was a Super Bowl champion with the Giants. He has our defense rolling. Let's list off some of those stats. Uh, they gave up 16 points per game allowed once he took over. That's first in the league for points points allowed. 30 sacks total, three tied, four defensive touchdowns. That's first in the league, two of which came from a man, Jack Jones, number 18. We got him for another two years. That's a fantastic move right there. Jack Jones, another guy that has a connection to Antonio Pierce. That's also huge. Uh, what do we got? We got a comment from Rachel. A long one, but I will read it, Rachel. Uh, it takes more than one season to change a team around. Keep Graham for D and the D we have. It's the offense we need to work on, so bringing in a good offensive coordinator is key. Josh McGinnis was a tyrant. Yes, I agree with that. And absolutely miserable to watch on the sidelines. Also agree with that. Uh, so I can't even imagine how he was behind closed doors. Um, Rachel, brilliant comment right there. Um, I mean, we were just talking about JMD, Josh McDaniels. I I didn't see the fire out of him. I think we've seen a lot of guys quote his, um, what was that speech? Uh, he basically, hey, guys, we, uh, we got to win. Not exactly lighting the locker, making the locker room alive. Um, you know, uh, the cigars were definitely not a thing with with Josh McDaniels. He wasn't really a fun. He wasn't a player's coach. He just wasn't. He's a, he might be a good offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. The Broncos gave him a shot. We gave him a shot. It's done. Uh, he was miserable to watch. I agree with you, Rachel. Um, I do think it does take more than one season to change, uh, to, to your first point, to change the team around. I don't know. If the, I mean, we'll see how much Mark Davis is going to allow the fan base um, to kind of roll with this. Um, he's kind of conceded to the fans in this regard. I'm sure personally he saw the fire and the change and the winning attitude. Maybe it's not a winning culture, the winning attitude that he brought um, to the to the locker room and to the team. But, you know, they were screaming in his face at the first Chargers game saying, you know, fire this guy, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, Mark fired him right after the Bears game, as he should have. That, that was a nightmare, and I'm sure all the Raiders fans listening right now is very embarrassing. Um, but I, you know, I don't know how forgiving the fans are going to be if Antonio Pierce, you know, goes uh, goes 4-13 and 13 for the first season. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a, uh, you know, if that's going to be something that's going to fly. Uh, another comment from Eric Bell. Graham was a McDaniels hire, let AP... Um, hire his staff. I don't want to mess with success, Eric. Eric Bell, uh, to be honest, because I have another comment from another Eric that I'll get to in a second. 
Um, Graham, Patrick Graham was a, a Josh McDaniels hire, but if anyone earned their job on the staff, it's not Bo Hardegree. Um, it's definitely not anyone else really uh, on that offensive side of the ball, but it is definitely going to be, um, in, once again, my personal opinion, you can disagree with me if you want. Uh, Patrick Graham, you know, started off slow. I, I can't give full credit to Antonio Pierce turning the defense around. He he definitely uh, lit a fire under his ASS, um, but he didn't um, he didn't do it himself. So I'm going to give a lot of credit to Patrick Graham. I think you have to hold on to him. I think that um, the only reason the players aren't talking a lot about Patrick Graham is because they're so focused on rallying behind Antonio Pierce and making sure he gets his job and he is getting his job, uh, got his job. So now let's focus. I, I think I'd like to keep Patrick Graham around unless – Eric, Eric Bell or anyone else out there, you want to pump in a defensive coordinator option that would be better than Patrick Graham right now. I'd love to hear it. We could debate that. Comment from my co-host, uh, Coach, uh, who is working right now, couldn't be on the show. Can I get a let's go Chiefs? Um, you know, I read that comment out loud. So I think that is the best. Um, that's kind of the best shout out I'm going to give. Uh, you know, if you guys want to go ahead and beat the bill, I don't... It, Ugh. We're not talking about the Chiefs. Antonio Pierce, the head coach. Get out of here. All right. We got a comment from uh, Donald Moetti, I think. That's your last name. Who is the best option at offensive coordinator? Does Kingsbury sound like a good fit for the team? Uh, real good question there, Donald. So I have my own thoughts about Cliff Kingsbury. So he was brought in in tandem um, with Kyler Murray in Arizona. His rookie season, you know, he, he was he was pretty good. Um you know, and then after they they brought in D-Hop, things really, as you know, took off at that point. He went back to college for a reason. Um, college offense, as we know, the, you know, the spread offense, the air raid, it's not all that common in the pros. Um, if he gets another shot to come back, you know, you know, maybe he could be better as an offensive coordinator. He does have his connection with Caleb Williams. As I said, Antonio Pierce has his connection with Jaden Daniels. Um Kingsbury has a connection with Caleb Williams. Do we want to repeat what happened in Arizona? Link the, well, he won't be the head coach, but link the offensive coordinator um, with the rookie quarterback that obviously we would have to trade up big time if we were trying to get our hands on Caleb. We already got to gotta move up a good deal if we want to get our hands on Jaden. Um, but to move up there for uh, for Caleb, I don't, I don't know. that That's a big reach. And then I think Kingsbury, um, you know, it, he's obviously taking interviews, so he may be available. I pitched um, bringing in Matt LaFleur, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, bringing his brother, Mike LaFleur, from the Rams. Um, people have said, well, he's the offensive coordinator of the Rams. Why would he do a lateral transfer over? Um, because he's not really call, making the calls in L.A. Um, I think he actually did pretty well with Garrett Wilson when he was in, with the Jets. He got canned. I think a lot of that was also on Zach Wilson. He's just not a fit in New New York, and they kind of made Michael Floor the scapegoat. So if Michael Floor wanted to get his have full control over the offense, and he came to Las Vegas, he really would. And the Rams' offense looked looked nice this season. And as we know, they just lost by uh, by the skin of their hair um, against the uh, the Lions. So that that's one of the options. I thought people have also talked about one of the quarterback coaches from um, from El the the Rams as well. Uh, here we go. Coach actually has one for you, Donald. He said, um, I think Eric Bieniemy might be a sleeper pick, which would make me projectile vomit live on the air. So there's Coach with a little uh, humor for us. Um, 
I did mention that my ideal offseason, don't hate me on the Champ Kelly thing, was that I wanted AP, I wanted Ed Dodds, I wanted Jaden Daniels, and I wanted um, Eric Bieniemy. And people said, what did Eric Bieniemy do in Washington that was so great? Sam Howell was the most sacked um, quarterback in the NFL last year. He got absolutely stampeded. A lot of that could have been on his uh, on him holding on to the ball too much. He did like to run the ball and, and rush uh, rush off the uh, out of the pocket on his own. Um, and you know those still count as sacks, even if you're you know running out to the flat or, or just running you know three yards dead straight ahead or a little tush push it still counts. Um, I still think Eric Bieniemy. Had a huge impression in Kansas City. He was a part of a Super Bowl win, um, two Super Bowl wins. Um, I don't think we – obviously, he was working with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and Andy Reid might have had control over the offensive play calling. But Eric Bieniemy also ran a tight ship. You see him on the sidelines. He's very involved. He's not just sitting there saying, oh, yeah, Andy, great play idea, great play idea, great play idea. He was very involved. I think he would also get very involved um, in this situ situation, and it's another scenario – um, where he could, similar to Michael Floor, where if he comes over here, he gets full control. I think he had kind of full control in Washington as well, because we know Riverboat Ron's more of a defensive guy. Um, but that's a uh, that's an option as well. So, uh, Coach, if it would make you projectile vomit as a Chiefs fan, I think everyone uh, listening to the chat would probably be be in favor of that all of Raider Nation right there. Um, but I, I would be down for for giving him a shot, um, putting him on the squad with AP, another fiery coach on the offensive side of the ball would be awesome. Uh, quote, another one from Donald. I think Casey's lack of production this year was due to them losing the enemy. Yes. I also think that Donald, and we've debated that part of their demise. Well, not demise because they're still in the playoffs, which I hate to talk about. Um, part of the, their issue with their production was also their drop rate. Um, they led the league and dropped 6.2%. We talked about this on the last podcast. Um, you know, Sky Moore, Kadarius, Tony, Rasheed Rice, they were not getting it done uh, for the Chiefs. And I'm sure Coach wants to talk about how, or he's probably going to comment in here in a minute about how he wants Marvin Harrison Jr. or Roma Dunze or, or somebody of that nature because their receivers, they, they got enough done to win a playoff game. We'll see if they get it done to win the divisional against the uh, the Bills this week. But you're right. I think that if they kept the enemy, we might have seen a little bit more creativity to the offense and a little bit more accountability. I don't think uh, we would have seen so much um, you know, Pat Mahomes might have been able to calm down a little bit if he had had the enemy to, to go uh, hound after the receivers. Instead, he had to go do it himself. So, uh, yeah, not not a bad uh, comment there. I would take the enemy. I would take Mike LaFleur. Obviously, Ben Johnson is a dream. That's not going to happen. He's going to be a head coach. And if the Lions keep winning in the playoffs, he's his his price tag just goes that much higher. He's not going to come to Vegas to be an offensive coordinator. He would have come to be a head coach maybe and, and work with Devontae Adams, who wouldn't. Um, but just th the way we're at right now, we are seeing a huge, um, like a wave of support from from Raider Nation right now. I can't even count. Um, like, let's let's pull up the mentions right here. Um, yeah, so the, the Facebook is really is really taken off right now, and, and Twitter, everybody just going nuts about Antonio Pierce getting hired. Um, and I believe that. Let's see, Bruce Stith. I think the weather was the biggest deciding factor against Miami. Um, Bruce, you want to clarify that if you're talking about the chiefs game, um, I would agree with you. We talked about that on the, on the last podcast, uh, the, the dolphins definitely didn't want to be there. They looked like they forgot how to tackle. They made it easy on the chiefs and it wasn't a close game at all. Um, but you know, the, the chiefs still showed they had the grit to take the win out. 
Um, but yeah, I think with Eric Bieniemy, their season probably would have looked a, a little bit different. Um, but, you know, we, I mean, we beat them. So how good are they? Right. Or are we really that good? Right. So um, yeah, Bruce, I, I will agree with you that the weather was a big deciding factor there. Um, but yeah, so back on to just the, the wave of support we're seeing. This is going to be as united as we're going to see Raider Nation for a long time, probably until uh, we play and Antonio Pierce gets to see, um, you know, gets to kind of show us his his first game as the permanent head coach, uh, not as, um, you know, the, the interim. So that, that won't come till week one in September. So we are going to have to wait. What I will want to look forward to is his influence on free agency. Oh, Bruce, you just commented. Let me pull that up there. Uh, yes, Casey doesn't beat Miami without that cold. Bruce, you had me initially with the weather thing. I don't know if Kansas City wouldn't have beat Miami without the weather. Um, they had some big injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Granted, they did have Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill back for that game, but the the uh, Tua, I, and I talked about it on the last podcast, you can check it out. I don't think Tua um, is, is the guy in Miami. I don't think he's capable of taking them to that next, next level. Um, there's a little bit of fire missing there. Um, so check, check out the last podcast. We really went into to a little bit more than we should for a Raiders slash somewhat uh, Chiefs podcast. Um, but uh, what we're talking about is free agency. So you see how much fun the, the Raiders are having in their locker room. They've uh, spoken outright about the culture change, um, how much fun they're having, the cigars, the celebrities, all the Raiders legends that are standing behind them. Charles Woodson. I just saw Suge Knight uh tweeted to uh antonio pierce congratulations for another dude from compton that's making it um in the nfl i don't know if we want to be associated with him um but regardless um you know antonio pierce has is totally changing the culture in las vegas right now and with that is going to come a lot of free agents that maybe otherwise wouldn't have wanted to come out here obviously las vegas is a destination city there's enough to do to keep anyone interested not as interested as some some of our former players that got too distracted out here but antonio pierce is going to attract more talent than we may have with josh mcdaniels who was creating this patriot way it's no fun out here type mentality so we are going to have uh, a bit more of a um a bit more of a following and uh, a bit more attraction to the team in the city in the offseason with antonio pierce uh recruiting and making his pitch to some of these free agents that otherwise we may not have gotten. I mean, uh, Chris Jones from the Chiefs is going to be a free agent. That would uh, be a nice little addition to our defensive line, don't you guys think? Um, so that's something to think about. You know, he may want to come out here and have a little fun. He saw us tune his his boys up. Uh, he was a part of it on Christmas Day, so maybe we're going to get somebody like that to come over here. And as we said, it's going to be on his GM, so I don't think if it's a dud, it's going to be totally on Antonio Pierce until those reports come out about who had the advantage and who had the ideas and who had more leeway in the draft room, you know, similar to the Josh McDaniel, CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young debate, which we found out that, you know, GM Dave Ziegler wanted uh, CJ Stroud and Josh McDaniels wanted Bryce Young. And when we said, Hey, we're not going to trade up to number one, Josh McDaniels uh, flushed it down the S H I T T E R not to use any French on the show, but um, yeah. So we'll see how much, uh, leeway or power Antonio Pierce holds in the draft room and Raider nation. I, I think a lot of us are looking for a quarterback to be selected in the first round. 
I don't know how we're going to react. If it's a corner or a D tackle or something, it's not a, a huge edge rush clash. And obviously we just spent a draft pick on, on Tyree Wilson. So I'm kind of curious how, how that's going to turn out. Um, but this really should help us in free agency, attracting more players uh, to come out to Vegas players. Otherwise would not have looked our way knowing that the culture was not fun with the Patriot way. And now that we have this new energized, jacked up locker room with Antonio Pierce, um, now we are excited and ready to roll. I mean, look, look at the shirt. Who wouldn't want to be a part of the Sin City slaughter? That game was all the Raiders fans in here can can shout out to it that this was the first time we could actually sit back, enjoy a game, and there was zero stress. I just enjoyed touchdown, 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 pick six. It was amazing. Um, another comment from Eric Bell. How many Eric's do we have in this group chat? A lot of you guys. Um, I like it, but not going nuts. Look interim to head coach are two different roles, but hopefully he is good. We need a solid quarterback, perhaps Wilson or Cousins. Too much talent to waste if we just have AOC and, say, Daniels and someone like Hoyer. So I you, I agree with you, uh, Eric, on some of that. Um, AOC is not the guy to mentor. Jaden Daniels, if we're able to trade up and take him, you know, he'll probably be a top three pick. So we'll have to, you know, take that take that as it comes. Going to have to trade this year's first and probably next year's first to, to go grab him. A veteran to back up Daniels. Um if we ever get our hands on him, Cousins is going to want to be a starter. That guy's not ready to be in a backup role. Um, I hope when you say Wilson, you mean Russell, because Zach Wilson is not going to mentor anybody. Russell Wilson doesn't seem like he's really into the mentoring role. If you saw him and Jarrett Stidham on the sideline for the last couple of games of the season, he wasn't uh, didn't look all that supportive. And I understand he got screwed, um, but he didn't play that great. Uh, the last, you know, the two years he was in Denver, um, a lot of us were scared when he went to Denver, and it turns out there was really nothing to be scary about. Raiders swept that ass, uh, eight to zero. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if Cousins, I think, is going to be a starter. He would be a backup, and uh, Russell Wilson, I don't know if that energy also would fit in the locker room. Brian Hoyer, it's time to retire, dude. That that that's a wash. He got his chance, and and that was a disaster. Um, the name I'm pitching to be a backup, if we're able to secure Jaden Daniels or some other promising rookie, I would hope that, um, you know, maybe from the with with the Giants connection, maybe uh, Antonio Pierce could lure Terod Taylor away from there. Terod could uh, coach up whatever rookie we have. I think he knows his starting days are over and um, and that would be an option for us and uh, a way to to bring up any rookie we have. I just. I think that we've seen enough of the bridge quarterback thing. Jimmy Garoppolo, I was not a fan of that idea. Aiden O'Connell, uh, the rookie showed some promise. I wanted him to play over Jimmy G once Jimmy G started to falter. But I, after what I've seen, I, I said on this podcast and on our social media channels, the eye test doesn't lie. Uh, and Aiden O'Connell has some potential. He has some physical attributes I like. It is a growing process for any rookie quarterback, but I think – with Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, we need to do a full court press now. And unless they want to pay Kirk Cousins an absurd amount of money, he's probably the best free agent quarterback available after after the season concludes. And um, I think in the draft, we have the ability to move up. Um, you know, I don't know if trading Hunter Renfro is an option, what kind of uh, trade value that could yield, but two first and a third maybe uh, would be enough to move up and, and grab that third or fourth spot. But that that's another draft episode for another day. We're just celebrating uh, the Antonio Pierce hire and uh, the GM announcement I, I think would come any day now. Champ Kelly was on the 
Um, he was on the coaching uh, selection committee. I don't know why you would be on that if you weren't um, if you weren't a part of the organization. So that's kind of interesting. Um, but you know, I, I'm all for Champ Kelly to stick around. I'd like to see what um, what direction he's going to lean in uh, when it comes to be draft time. Yeah, I agree. He's not a starter, but a good backup somewhere. Yep, I, I agree with you, Bruce, on that. I do. Um, a good backup somewhere, def- definitely. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're waiting on the general manager announcement. Um, Antonio Pierce is in the building. Contract details aren't out yet, but it's a deal. He's our guy. Uh, Kelly builds awesome teams. Yes. Oh, good point from Eric Bell here. Um, Kelly does build some some decent teams. That's, uh, you know, he's been around for a while, too. Um, so I'm definitely not ruling that one out either. But if it happened to be Ed Dodds, I wouldn't be upset either. I think we do need someone to, uh, you know, th- that has some experience um, building up teams. And not that the Raiders are even close to a rebuild. Anyone saying that, I, I don't understand. They're, this is definitely not a rebuild of any kind. But when the defense playing the way they are, the offensive pieces are there. I don't think we need many substitutions on offense. Um, you know, Jacoby Myers had a fantastic year. I think that um, Michael Mayer, the rookie tight end, is going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a top five tight end um, next season. I think it, it, Devontae is Devontae, top two, not two. I think we're just going to need to address quarterback position and then surge on from there. One of the points that Coach brought up in our last episode was, Jim Harbaugh is kind of a quarterback whisperer, kind of like, uh, we'll say Bruce Arians. Um, you know, if, you know, people should remember him. Um, that's a great head coach to have, or at least a personality to have in the building to help you manage your team. So if we do have a rookie quarterback, not having someone like Harbaugh would be, would be tough. I don't think Antonio Pierce, um, it's a big assignment to mentor and build up a rookie quarterback. But, I mean, this guy has uh, the momentum and and the attitude to take on really any challenge. So, you know, I'm fully backing AP on this whole thing. Um, but this is this is the direction we're going. Use Mayer more from Eric Bell, 100%. Um, he was not getting the ball enough when the season started. And you see him, he has great hands. He's athletic, a lot faster than he looks. The blocking needs some work, but we did see him step up a few times, knock Khalil Mack on his tush one time. Love to see that. So I think that Michael Mayer needs to be – Maybe uh, Devontae and Josh Jacobs are the focal point of the offense, but Michael Mayer needs to be in that role as well. He's going to be a stud. Uh, even Rob Gronkowski said if there was any tight end that reminds him of him, it's Michael Mayer. That was a great pick in the draft uh, by by former general manager Dave Ziegler. So uh, I'm going to sign off in a minute. If anyone has any last-minute questions or comments they want to throw out there, get them in before uh, I check off here. But just a really exciting night. I'm going to be just watching Raider Nation celebrate all night. This is my mini celebration with all of you here on the uh, the live stream. Uh, we haven't done the, too many of these. I wish Coach was able to join me tonight. But, um, you know, yeah, look at these comments. Hell yeah, let's roll. F yeah. We got the chest thump from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. and Everybody loves that one. Um, so I, I love the signing. Let's go Raiders. There we go, Eric. Um, love the signing. Love the backup head coaches, Tom Coughlin and uh, Marvin Lewis to, to back him up. Now I want to see who the GM is. I want to see the offensive coordinator. That's going to be huge. See who the offensive coordinator is to get this offense back, back going. And then all eyes are going to be on the draft and free agency. Coach and I are going to be in Detroit. We were there last year. We met Tyree Wilson, shook his hand. His hands were bigger than my face, way bigger than my face. Um, so we will be there. We'll be live. We'll get it cracking. Um, so I'm going to sign off now. 
Thank you all. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, subscribe on the YouTube channel. Subscribe on the podcast. And if you're buying any tickets, although probably probably no one on here is going to any games because we're Raiders to the core. We're not going to go see any of these other teams out here. Um, Aaron Jensen, awesome stuff. Just win. I'm going to throw that up on the bottom. There we go, Aaron. Thank you. Just win, baby. Uh, Ryan Rees, excited for the season. Yes. Pilot in, boys. There we go. Raider Nation, baby. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to get any tickets, SeatGeek, promo code RTK, you get $20 off your first order. Um, and uh, and if you're a betting man, I just want a G on underdog. It was sweet. Um, promo code RTK. Get in your bets, $100 deposit, and you get $100 back. Support them. Support us. Uh, we are here for you guys. Uh, we're just here to celebrate with Raider Nation tonight. So party if you drink. Have a drink. If you're on water like me, just chug that water and have a good night and celebrate that we have our head coach. The wait is over, um, and it's time to uh, keep our eyes on some future signings, Some our general manager, our offensive coordinator. You know, let's see what's up and who's going to uh, who's going to be joining Antonio Pierce in Vegas. That is our head coach. It's official. The wait is over. Raider Nation for life.